Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Steve. Growing up in the 80s, we were introduced to video games, movies, and technology that made a lasting impression on us and forever enriched our lives. I think I'm gonna cry! It's been a fascinating journey to be a part of, one that we constantly treasure. Fire! Booty! Our goal is simple. Share our magical moments of discovery and geek out with lovely folks. Just like you! Uh, achievement unlocked! So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Let's do this! Welcome to Joygasm! <laughs> yeah! Welcome back to Joygasm. This is Russ, a.k.a. Toaster360 on Xbox Live, and I'm joined here, as always, with my bald and beautiful brother, Steve, a.k.a. Stevevich. What's happening? <laughs> it's on June 11th, 2017, and we are eagerly anticipating the Xbox E3 2017 briefing, in which, as of this recording, we're about five minutes away, four minutes away, something like that. So the first day of E3, we were watching EA Games, which you can look at um, in our previous podcast episode. And I think uh, it's safe to say we both agree that EA really started this year's E3 off with a bang. What do you think, Steve? Uh, yeah, I started off with a kapowie. Um, <laughs> so uh, Microsoft better keep up the heat. Um and I gotta tell you, we're a, we're a third of a bottle in, Russ. A third of a bottle in from so from yesterday. From yesterday, so uh, we gotta do we gotta make it two thirds in. Hopefully, the conference will be good enough that uh, we'll be able to suck a few more sips of this uh, Crown Apple down. Well, and there was plenty to celebrate yesterday for you know in terms of drinking drinks with, with <laughs> Battlefield One, Czar, Need for Speed. <laughs> A Way Out, Anthem, The One, Star Wars, Battlefront 2, and even Spider-Man. I mean, there, there was just a, so much that we were geeking out and just drooling over yesterday that um, I, I hope that, that it will continue into today, and I, I think there's a good chance it will. I'm dancing right now to this music, Russ, <laughs> in, in, in anticipation to this this uh, conference. You're, you're, you're just you're, you're swaying in your Ooh. seat. Just yeah. feel that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, like that. And especially it's, you know, after listening to it for about 20 minutes now where it just it's on repeat, you know, <laughs> courtesy of uh, Microsoft. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait for it. Oh, oh and it's back again. Drop that beat. So it goes without saying that we're both super excited and curious to see what the Xbox Scorpio is going to bring to the table because this has been something that you and I've been following as, as uh, Xbox junkies. We really want to see what Microsoft has promised us and just really boils down to the games. What kind of games do they have in store for us to be able to demonstrate the, the raw awesomeness of the uh, graphical hardware that they've been touting for the last week. And I just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I really don't know what to think or what, what it's going to look like. Well, I'll tell you what to think, Russ. Okay. Because with any, every A3 that comes out, it's always about the games and the hardware. Mm -hmm. And when there's not going to be a new system, it's just about the games. Yeah. So 
I mean, I get excited about the games too, but when there's going to be a new system to boost all the graphics and the sound and the capabilities and whatnot, that's just an extra kick in the pants. <laughs> that's what's to get excited about. I'm just curious about what kind of killer apps are they going to show for this? Because I think we talked about before, they'll probably have the latest Forza game because that's kind of like their... Forza. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of the, the, like the, the, the reliable game that always comes out once a year, whether it's just Forza or Forza Horizon. And I think, I mean, which is not a bad thing at all. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what this is going to look like for the Xbox Scorpio. But I, I'm just curious to see, are they going to have some sort of brand new IP that's going to be debuting along with the launch of the Xbox Scorpio? Not to mention the fact that we don't even know what the official name of the Xbox Scorpio is. Mm. The Scorpio was just the, the code name for it. Do you have any guesses as, as to what you think they might call it, Steve? Um, Xbox One Dash Two. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's terrible. I really hope not. You know what? Um, I remember when when they brought out Forza Three, I think, mm -hmm. uh, with Xbox One launch, and they had the McLaren P One. I remember sitting that. out there, and everyone's going, "Whoa, that you know, that car's incredible." I'm, I'm <laughs> if they do that after EA just showcased Need for Speed with the new Koenigsegg, uh -huh. and now they're going, that was supposed to, Koenigsegg was ours. Now we get it. It's like a me too. But that, that is one of the cool <laughs> things about E3 though, is that like yeah. there's a, always that sense of competition, which right. is funny because even when you, as a gamer, there's always that, that, that friendly competition. And of course it's not lost on the companies themselves where they're trying to outdo each other, outclass each other, just have that showmanship uh, quality. Um, and, my, and Microsoft has always been, for the most part, I'd say spot on with, with their Xbox press briefings. That would be kind of cool, though, if they did it only because they, they would think, yeah, EA showed it to you. We <laughs> brought it to you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It looks like we're less than a minute away, so it should be starting <laughs> at any time now. I'm very curious. <laughs> I'm also very curious to see that Anthem game. I want to see more of that, that we got teased at yesterday's EA Games conference. What conference? Press briefing. Press conference? Yeah. Something that has to do yes. with like something like the press the place in a conference. Where everybody met under a roof somewhere with TV <laughs> screens. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious to see what that game is about because I really loved what I saw and I want to see more. More. Uh, I hope they uh, got a new teleprompter in too. Hopefully so. Oh, oh, shush, 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 it's about to start. Shush. Oh, snap. Show 2001. Halo action. 2005. Giving demonstrations of the resolution updates. Oh. Showing a ton of different games here. A lot of the old school games. And new school. Uh-huh. So they're going to talk about 4K, looks like. This is the 2017 Xbox E3 briefing. I like the music. I like the lights. I like you. <laughs> yes. Here we go, man. Oh, Xbox symbol. I like it. Oh, there it is again. Looks like my controller.
processor, lots of circuits, lots of shiny hardware, lots of lights going everywhere in a computer. That's always a good thing. Oh, good grief. <laughs> Ooh, looks, looks like, like it's like out of Final Fantasy. That's Gears of War right there. Yep. Master Chief. Oh, Master Chief. And the fort. Gamer chicks are always good. Yep. Ooh, I think she had a joygasm. There you go. Ah, oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Like the music. Feel. Ladies and gentlemen, the head of Xbox, Bill Spencer. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, you're right there. Yes, you are. Hey, uh, no, stop. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, okay. Whoa, there's a ton of people there. Good the, afternoon. Uh, to those of you with us here in person, watching on this incredible 4K screen, to the millions watching us around the world or TV That's online, awesome. <laughs> and to those of you watching and interacting on Mixer, on behalf of everyone on Team Xbox, welcome to E3 2017. Ooh, rip roaring crowd, baby. Yeah, they're excited. When the renegade group of gamers, creators, and engineers came together to form the original Xbox team and deliver the first Xbox console, we were driven by three principles. Empower developers, delight gamers, and deliver true hardware and technical innovation. The original Xbox team lived by the mantra, there's no power greater than X. And today, we are pre proud to welcome the newest member of the Xbox family, fittingly named Xbox One, X. Oh, okay. All right. You weren't Xbox too far off with your... Xbox One X <laughs> yeah, the most powerful guess. console ever made. Sets a new quality standard for gamers and game creators. Starting on November 7th, Xbox One X joins the Xbox One and the Xbox One S when it launches worldwide. Clear my calendar for November 7th. Yeah. Now, I'd like to introduce Man, one of our leaders in the agree. Xbox engineering team, quick. responsible for making the Xbox One experience great for gamers and developers. Please welcome my friend, Kareem Chowdhury, to tell you more. That's this year. That's this year. Good 
gosh. Thanks, Phil. It's an honor to be here at E3 and represent three years of engineering the team has done to bring you Xbox One X. From the beginning, <laughs> yeah! our focus on game creators <laughs> and you, the gamer, gave us three big goals we needed to hit. Power, compatibility, and craftsmanship. Let's talk power, which starts with the specs. Six teraflop GPU clocked at 1.172 gigahertz. 12 gigabytes of GDDR5 memory. I love that, but I don't know what it does. 326 <laughs> gigabytes per second of memory bandwidth. These are impressive numbers that are more powerful than any other console on every dimension. Because that's what it takes to give game creators the power they need so you can experience true 4K resolution, 4K textures, and 4K assets in your living room. Assets. Now I need a 4K TV. Just come over to my place. And when we say true 4K, we mean 8 million pixels, high dynamic range, wide color gamut, premium sound like Dolby Atmos, and 4K UHD Blu-ray playback. Next, compatibility. We knew compatibility was critically important for Xbox One X, and your reaction to 360 backward compatibility has energized the team even more. So right from the start, all of your Xbox One accessories and games will work with Xbox there One X. There you go. We were talking about yeah. that. That's a good choice. Yeah. They had to but learn that the hard way with their the Xbox One. Me, for sure. That wasn't good enough. We wanted more. The game library you have today will look and play even better on Xbox One X oh. with enhanced visual fidelity, a anisotropic filtering, and faster load times. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Even if you haven't made the jump to a 4K TV yet, we designed this product for you as well. See, they designed it for Since you. Xbox oh, One hey. X enables a technique called super sampling. The new super 4K sampling. games you super see on stage sampling? today will look better on your 1080p TV than anything you've seen before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and finally, craftsmanship. We meticulously paid attention to every detail of design as we crafted our most technically advanced console ever. It starts with the Scorpio engine. We used 16 nanometer technology to build a 360 square millimeter chip with 7 billion transistors and a 384 bit wide memory bus. This is the fastest, most advanced processor to ever power a console. Our premium design means that every millimeter so. and every component <laughs> within system. the console has been architected for maximum power and efficiency. Our aspirations were so high, an industry standard approach just wasn't good enough. The Scorpio engine is so intense that for the first time ever on a console, we're using a liquid-cooled vapor chamber normally reserved for servers and high-end PC cards. Interessante. An engineer on the Xbox hardware team invented a new power management system so innovative, we named it after him. The Hovis method uniquely optimizes every single Xbox One X at the system and component level to deliver consistent performance efficiently and elegantly. Now, it's easy to think all this technology and capability will mean a bigger console. But again, 
we wanted more. Not only have we built the most powerful console ever, Xbox One X is the smallest Xbox ever. Hey, great. Wow, that is pretty small. Not much larger than the, the Xbox controller. This is asked us to build, and it has been a great honor to design and build it for you. I couldn't be more proud of our team, and I hope you love it as much as we do. Now, <laughs> let's see what this monster can do. Yeah. All right, get excited. Exclusive world premiere. We're out in the desert somewhere. Yeah. Cityscape in the background. Clouds look good. Sand looks good. Camels. I see camels. I see a person. Walking towards some sort of craft. Oh, I snap. Oh, sing to me. Oh, yes. That looks incredible. They better sound like that in the game. That's all I'm saying. Forza 7. Can you hit that one on a button? Please welcome, from the Forza Racing franchise, Dan Greenewald. I want to see some gameplay, though. Yeah. In the automotive world, supercars are debuted at international auto shows. Frankfurt, Paris, Detroit. But through your passion for racing on Xbox and PC, Forza has become the premier partner to the automotive industry. So today, for the first time in history, a flagship supercar is making its world debut here at E3 uh -huh. in front of you. <laughs> Show us the goods. What you got? What you got? Uh, part of the stage this is rotating. Year, we announced a six-year partnership with Porsche. Oh, it's a Porsche. To bring you amazing experiences, both in-game and in person. Porsche shares our vision for the future of racing and esports. And this car has never been seen outside of the guarded walls of Porsche. That honor belongs to you exclusively. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the excited, 2018 yes. Porsche 911 GT2 RS. Looks just like every other Porsche I've seen, but yeah, I'm not a big car guy. So well, yeah, they, they changed a lot of the, the front fascia. I'll go into this that later. This is not only the most aggressive expression of Porsche's legendary design. It features the most powerful road-going 911 engine ever made. Like the Xbox One X, it's a monster. 
And with over 4.8 million active players across Xbox and Windows 10, Forza is one of the largest racing communities on the planet. You made this historic moment I like moment that box possible. art. Yeah. Through your passion for racing, the digital and the real worlds are merging in an unprecedented way. So now, let's take a look at the Porsche 911 GT2 RS in Forza Motorsports 7 running on Xbox One X. Here I'm joined go, on stage by two presenters for our Forza Racing Championship eSports series. I'm Shannon McIntosh, professional race car driver and Porsche driving coach. Yes, ma'am. I'll be pushing the GT2 RS to its limits on the sun-baked streets of Dubai. And I'm Verena May, professional racer and stunt driver. I will be fighting to survive dynamic weather in the Nürburgring in this Nissan GTR race car. But have we they actually played Shannon a video game? In yeah. a customized driver on How Dubai. How do you stare? I don't know. Using the power of Xbox One X, Forza Motorsport 7 runs at a native Ooh. 4K and a rock-solid 60 frames per second. Love the environment. And we have the additional power to deliver shocking levels of detail. Using super high-resolution res assets, we've recreated the intense feel of one of the greatest driving roads in the world, the Hafeet Mountain Pass. Hey, look at the Pass. rock formations on there. Yeah. That uh, sounds good. But in Forza Motorsport 7, we've reimagined the entire racing experience on all devices. Racing is more immersive and dynamic. Ominous skies roll in as car parts rattle and vibrate. We've made racing more that epic and good. grand. Race through living environments featuring spectacular vistas and massive scale. You can see we've made racing more dynamic and surprising. Dynamic puddles grow as the storm unleashes its fury. It's more thrilling and competitive. Feel the intense heat grease up your tires as you battle your rivals. And it's more beautiful and alive. Dark skies open up and change as the sun Puddles emerges nice from the clouds on the for a breathtaking finish. Racing is reborn in Forza. Whether running on the Xbox One family of consoles or Windows 10 PCs, Forza Motorsport 7 is the most technically advanced and comprehensive racing games ever made. With more than 700 cars, it features the largest collection of Lamborghinis, Ferraris, and Porsches ever assembled. Today, you are the first people to see the 2018 Porsche 911 GT2 RS. And this week at E3, like me, you can be the first to drive it. So come experience the most <laughs> Get powerful <excited>. road-going <laughs> 911 ever made on the Xbox One X, the most powerful console ever made in Forza Motorsport 7. Thank you. I wanted to see more gameplay from that. Yeah, I, I mean, it looked good, but it didn't look like groundbreaking, you know? Yeah. I'm going to play a ton of Forza Motorsport 7 when it ships on October 3rd. And when Xbox One X launches, we will all get to experience Forza Motorsport 7 in true 4K at 60 frames per second. Unlike their buffering, which has just paused. <laughs>
Sorry, what happened? It's a technology. Today, we're going to showcase the world's greatest creators with a lineup of different types of games for every type of gamer. It is the largest and I believe the most diverse lineup of games that we've ever shown on our Xbox E3 stage. Games from creators large and small, games that inspire and challenge us, games that transport us to new worlds and offer us new perspectives, and games that push the boundary of our art form. Today, we will feature 42 games here on our stage. 42? Including 22 games with console exclusivity on Xbox One. 22, all right, well, Every let's see them already. These games will play great on each member of the Xbox One family, but of course, they will play best on Xbox One What of course. Your drinks. Up next now. is a game Thank from you. a creative team that built their franchise on Xbox. In 2010, 4A Games worked with us to launch a single-player masterpiece that I played on Xbox 360. Now, I'm honored to bring them back with the premiere of their next work, running in-engine in true 4K. World premiere. <clears throat> That's what it says right there, world, world premiere. <laughs> oh, I guess it was kind of post-apocalyptic, yeah. desolate, icy, war-torn area. This is game engine graphics? I didn't see. Uh, I think that's what he said. See a guy walking around, looks like underground. Maybe a subway of sorts? Yeah. Or a tunnel, something. Oh, somebody's uh, skeleton in that bus or whatever Person. it is. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You see the condensation on his mask? Yeah. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of sediment. Whoa! Jeez. Good grief, dude. R-O-U-S. Man, that looked amazing. <laughs> Ruins of the usual size? I don't think they exist. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm getting out of here. Climbing a ladder. He must be in New York, you know, where the rats are huge. Yeah, exactly. Rats are the size of dogs. Fresh air. Kind of high up on a cliff somewhere. See kind of the valley below. Is this Fallout? I wonder if it's a Fallout. I don't know. 
Nice draw distance. Mm. Got a makeshift crossbow. I like the sounds. Yeah. Dude, if this is Half-Life, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Something's growling. I love all the little atmospheric sounds and the bugs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, take that. Yeah, there's food, there's dinner, hopefully. Oh, that's a nice <laughs> little subtle detail there. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, hey, buddy. Hello, beastie. Jeez. Oh, uh, what's Man. he gonna do? Just fired like an exploding arrow. It's like a shotgun shell arrow. That almost looks like he's like some sort of reservoir. Yeah. Just zip line to say, oh, there's a train right there. Somebody's alive. Metro. I never played the the older game, but uh, I've, I've talked to people who did, and they liked it. Yeah. Looked like that was coming out in 2018. World premiere. It, yeah, it says that right there. Yep. <laughs> Actual in-game footage captured in 4K. We are the first. The first to see the gods. The first to tame their beasts. The first to guard the soul from evil. We conquered this land and built an empire. But there are whispers on the wind. A brotherhood born in the shadows. Ah, uh, this is Assassin's Creed. Oh, I think you're right. They are the first to call themselves the Assassins.
Assassin's Creed Origins. Looks like it has potential. Please welcome. From it Ubisoft, looks like there was some uh, director Jean Gadon. Like water, uh, was it marine combat? Maybe some boat action. Maybe we'll see some gameplay footage Thank here. Thank you. Ancient Egypt is the birthplace of modern civilization, and it is also the birthplace of the Assassin's Brotherhood. Assassin's Creed Origins is taking you to the perfect setting for an epic gaming adventure. Egypt, 3,000 years of history and mystery at the tip of your fingers. Assassin's Creed Origins is also the story of one man, Bayek. Bayek is the last Medjai, the protector of his community, an Egyptian sheriff, if you like. And his struggle against the dark forces that corrupt ancient Egypt will lead to the foundation of the Assassin's Brotherhood. But recreating ancient Egypt, going back so far in time, pushed us to rethink and expand our gameplay mechanics. We added many RPG elements to a huge systemic world, more detailed and alive than ever before. So today, we are very proud to show you what the game looks like on Xbox One X running in 4K. And now, just for you, <clears throat> Bayek is coming back to Siwa, his hometown, to kill the fake oracle Medunamun. I don't think Rabbi World premiere. or Magi and uh, Sheriff go hand in hand, but we'll see. Oh, that looks nice. Hmm, that's pretty good. Yeah. Got a falcon flying over different areas. Oh, it's got to be the Nile right there. Yeah. Xbox One X enhanced. Ah, uh, Siwa. My home, the sacred oasis. Now these graphics aren't, I mean, they're, they're okay, but they're not right, blowing any. I like the sound of the hoof prints. Yeah. But yeah, I'm seeing Xbox One graphics, but not Xbox One X. Yeah. Palm trees look nice. Be my eyes, Senu. Well, that's cool. So he's been able to switch to the Falcon. This temple resembles a fortress. What has happened? A, literally a bird's eye view of the area. There you are, Medunamon. The next masked one on my list. Now it is my turn to tip the balance of Anubis. His voice almost sounds African, in a way. A little bit, yeah. yeah.
There's classic Assassin's Creed trees right there with the Y. <laughs> Those are all the Assassin's Creeds. He's gonna feel that in the morning. Instead of dropping arrow shot assassination. Better be careful here. Classic hiding in the tall grass. Ouch. Ah, uh, a fine bow. Oh, the loot system seems a lot faster. You'd have to hold the button down for like five seconds to loot, and this was pretty quick. Uh-huh. I do like the, the outfit that they picked for him. I mean, it's got the classic Assassin's Creed hood. Um, but he's not like overly cloaked in it, which pretty much every game they're, they're like cloaked in the classic outfit, but uh, changes to uh, the times. Of, you know, I've, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the growth on that balcony. That foliage kind of, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, this definitely looks and plays like an Xbox One game, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but if we're talking about Xbox One X... Right. Yeah, it looks exactly like die. Xbox One. Got a shield, that's new. Like, I think that sword's a scimitar. Scimitar? I'm not sure. Coliseum action. Available October 27th of 2017. Uh, I mean, it looks interesting, but I'm, I'm so far I'm not blown away. Games to unite us all. Today, communities of gamers not only play together, they create together and watch together. A whole new genre of games has emerged designed for both the player and the community. And with Mixer, we're innovating new features to make these experiences even better. This one's special. Of all the games in this genre, here is one that the world is having as much fun watching as they are playing. And I can tell you that includes many of us at Team Xbox. I'm having fun drinking. The creative crown. director of Player <laughs> Unknown's <Dude>, Battlegrounds <laughs> is a gamer turned developer who designed this game together with a passionate community. Please welcome player unknown himself, Brendan Green. 
They went all out with that stage. It looks great. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. Good afternoon, everyone. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is a multiplayer battle royale where you must fight against 100 other players to be the last one standing. Our team's focus is to bring the most complete battle royale experience ever to console and deliver a great experience across all Xbox One devices. Our development is truly community driven, and we owe much of our success to everyone who's given us feedback over the past year. With over 3 million PC players to date, we can't wait to bring Player Unknown's Battlegrounds exclusively to Xbox One later this year with an update for Xbox One X enhancements shipping with the final version. See you on the Battlegrounds, everyone. Exclusive. Blue hole. Good thing they, they uh, highlight the blue there, or else I would have had a different thought. <laughs> you and your holes. <laughs> What is the point of the game? It's like all I'm seeing yeah. is just a bunch of random first-person shooting. Is this just multiplayer kind of skirmishing or what? <laughs> Apparently it has a following though. I don't know about that one, Rush. Well, that's probably not for exclusive. You and I. That music sounds eerily familiar. Let's try to stick together this time. I like the graphic style in this one. That's cool. It's kind of like a Battleborn sort of look to it, with more textures. Besides mining for minerals, or what? Deep Rock Galactic. Danger, Darkness, Dwarves. Triple D. Exclusive. 
Xbox One and Windows 10 exclusive. What would you do if the world you knew? This is Far Cry gone. 5. It's my guess. All the comforts. The simple pleasures you took for granted. How would you protect yourself and the ones you love? When the protectors can't even save themselves. Uh, that'll be a no. <laughs> We got zombies uh, galloping on all fours here and glowing eyes and fighting each other. The army's pulling out. Come on. Is this like The Last of Us meets Resident Evil or what? Do you think it's the next Dead Rising? It's too serious. Last truck, get in. Maybe they're radioactive zombies, that's why their eyes are glowing. How about you? Oh, I like one who can wield a machete. Decide who belongs. Thanks. I owe you. How will you choose a place to call home? So they're obviously taking cues from The Walking Dead. Right. Work together to defend it. Terror just outside the walls. When you get hungry, cold, what risks will you take? What mistakes will you make? Oh, she did. The family you've got is about to tear <laughs> itself apart. Will you end the life? Wait. Or save it. Please. This is our only one, but we need everybody we've got. Ouch! That's a fat zombie right there. Good grief. Good grief. Big boy. No, no. Damn it. When you get in too deep and realize no one gets a second chance. No! Oh, he did. How will you find the strength to carry on?
So I'm guessing it's team based. In this world of the living and the dead, how will you survive? This is like, this is totally Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. State of Decay 2. Oh, nicely said. Exclusive. I, I figured that one. Ah, <laughs> oh, here's Sea of Thieves. Oh, I hope that. I don't think so. Definitely has that graphic style. Yeah, but he's like in a suit. I don't think it's yeah, maybe not. Definitely not seeing thieves. <laughs> One player remaining. And what a play from the wounded warrior. She was kind of trapped, but she used superior tactics to get herself out of there. She's going to take the win. Let's move on to the next arena. Here we're following Bloody Marrow. There's only two players left in this particular map. Those tracks are leading up, but that tree is going to give them direct information. That red outline, there's a mortal unicorn, and he's letting in about 100 meters away now. Looks like he might be crafting or something, but what is this that Bloody Marrow's gonna do? Getting ever closer, join that beeline, and now he's gonna cloak it up. Is he gonna walk in through the front door or what? Looks like he's gonna sneak in on the back window. Here we go, shot in the back, that's one twice. The mortal's in trouble. Somebody from Mixer decided to chime in. That invulnerability bubble's gonna help him out and put on the fight with life. There we go, the next strike on Bloody Barrel, bouncing it up forward, there we go. Oh, that was gonna do the damage and the arrow to the belly. That's gonna be the win for Bloody Barrel. Bloody Barrel wins the round. The Darwin Project. That looks a lot like, uh, what is that? Uh, Mockingbird, whatever. <laughs> What's that movie called? The, uh, what was that game called? Play Minecraft on many different platforms. I know so many people who play Minecraft. Please welcome from Mo Yang, brand director Lydia Winters. This 
summer, millions of Minecraft players will be able to play together on the device of their choice for the first time. Xbox Live will unite the global Minecraft community across mobile, VR, Windows 10 PCs, and consoles. As part of this effort, we're excited to welcome player-made skins, maps, textures, and massive community-run servers into the game itself. Because we know that the amazing content you create makes Minecraft even better. This fall, Minecraft will receive a free 4K update that brings more graphical options to the game. But we didn't stop there. With all this talk about graphics, we're taking things one step further. Today, we're revealing a new look for Minecraft that we're super duper excited for you to try out. One that's inspired by the power of Xbox One X and available this fall. Let's check it out. Minecraft in 4K. When the Minecraft team showed me the first version of the game in 4K, I was blown away. Mojang is a great example of a studio that started something new and different that led to a global phenomenon. At Xbox, we're searching for games that are fresh, new, and in some cases, familiar. That means ensuring that the biggest third-party franchises you want to play are there for you on Xbox One. Of course, you'll find these great games in the Xbox Store, available for pre-order today. But bringing the biggest blockbuster franchise is just one part of the job. Delivering broad, diverse, and new games to Xbox means searching to find unique games from creators around the world that will surprise and delight. To me, these next few games do just that. Starting with a game I got to play on a recent trip to Japan. It's hilarious, a little crazy, and a whole lot of fun. Let's take a look at it. World premiere. Looks like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, huh? Much chaos! 
animations actually look good. <laughs> yeah. It looks like, well, Dragon Ball Z, so. <laughs> but still, like, the fact that it's a game and you're seeing that quality of animation. No, yeah, wait. But, I mean, there's so much going on screen. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd either, like, have a seizure or just die instantly. One of the two. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Exclusive. Final Fantasy? No, I don't think so. Certainly, you have your different classes of fighters. Black Desert MMORPG Exclusive. Dude, it's like 3D, but it has like 2D, like traditional 16-bit. I like this. I'm, li I'm liking what I'm seeing here. What in the world? Last night. Last night. What does that say? The last night. I really like that graphic style.
Dude, I want to see more of that. Okay, that's like the first game I've seen Exclusive. so far that like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> what was it called? The Last Night? Uh, yeah, I think so. This one also has kind of an interesting 2.5D, a 3D look. clue what's going on in this. This is very trippy. Full escape. Okay. I mean, I'm telling you, that's got to be like an Xbox Live kind of arcade thing because I can't imagine spending 60 bucks on No, <laughs> no. Okay, this game is made from Japan. Well, that looks cool. that 2D blended with 3D code vert code vein that looks interesting oh it's by Namco Bandai Namco oh we've scoured the globe meeting with creative artists and development teams <clears throat> and I'm often surprised and humbled by their work whether it's a story that can only be born of a different land or artistic design and storytelling that in a single moment can capture your imagination and inspire there is much to be learned by looking beyond borders. Our first party is also a place of innovation and creativity. Today, I'm excited to share with you an extended look at never-before-seen gameplay from Rare's shared world adventure, <clears throat> Sea of Thieves. Yeah, okay, this is one I want to, I've been Exclusive. waiting to see here. Please be good, please be good. Yeah. joy of a new voyage far across the Sea of Thieves. Aye. Just you, the wide open world, and oh, well, it's not just you, she's here too. Oh, and this guy's here. But, but, but the point is, this is a shared world, right for exploring I like and the graphic style. Graphic style's crew. great. Look at them, scurrying around, making themselves useful. That's what we like to see. The world of Sea of Thieves seethes with possibilities, with adventures skulking above and below See, the, the waves. water looks fantastic. All you have to yeah. do is jump in and up. There she goes. Sweet. Swimming underwater. A few See. things tempt a pirate like the siren song of a lootable shipwreck. Careful though, there could be anything down there. Literally, 
There could be anything. We haven't finished designing it yet. Joking. <laughs> that was a joke. Ah, good. sunken treasure. It's like a pirate performance bonus. <laughs> That's okay. Every just, player's not just a pirate, but a, a Scottish pirate. I'm on seeking your fortune. It pays to be prepared. For gigantic lumps of iron, these are surprisingly portable. Amazing workmanship. Anyway, better get them back on board while the coast is clear. There's really no sense in pushing your luck down here. Apparently, he has no length of how long he can hold his breath. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. That is not a beast you want to pick a fight with. Yes, it's possible to take on these toothy terrors of the deep, but you're not much used and to the your water. Looks so good. Deep. Yeah, it does. Sometimes a tactical retreat is perfectly acceptable, in the spirit of that legendary pirate captain, Pathetic Dave. There's a moment of celebration or shared wonder. But for now, stow your hard-earned loot and enjoy the voyage. On Devil's Ridge, beneath the sands, the gold lies hidden from thieving hands. Oh, well, that's typical. Oh, look! Here we are at Devil's Ridge. Nice transition, by the way. <laughs> and so you'll shift from the heart of the sea to the island shore, where you'll explore jungles and coves, cliff tops and caverns. Every region has its very own landmarks, and over time, you'll uncover hidden shortcuts, abandoned stashes, and vistas that will steal your grog-soaked breath away. And yes, sometimes you'll encounter people who, for whatever reason, would like to blow you into little pieces. <laughs> That's pirating for you. <laughs> Keep that pistol primed, because you'll also face the roaming remains of those raiders who came before you, caught short in pursuit of their own legends. An afterlife of fighting and troublemaking until all your bits fall off. It's what they would have wanted. Now, make sure your crewmates all have a part to play. What? Yep, that works. Wow. And look, he brought the riddle map. Seek the cursed boar shrine. I definitely no like sky. the humor in it. It that's lies for sure. in wait for a light held high. Hmm. Right. Well, that's got to be around here somewhere. But if you've got a bad feeling, you can always leave someone on board to brace the ship for a speedy getaway. Decisions, decisions. Ah, looks like they've sniffed out that place where there is no sky. Time to pull your resources as you plunge into the unknown. It would be easy to come a cropper in these claustrophobic caves. You don't want to wander off track. Unless, of course, you're streaming. And you'll have loads of people in the chat telling you what to do anyway. <laughs> don't mind that. It's probably nothing. Just kids. <laughs> of course, the premier plunder isn't just lying around to be claimed by any old drunken bumbler. You'll need to watch out for likely locations, following your map, clues, and your instincts to make light work of each new mystery. Light work. Well, lantern joke there. You're welcome. Anyway, step 11 paces northwest through the gloom. Dig my chest from its tomb. Hmm. 
And with that, we're one step like closer to payday. Yeah. Then again, some of the loot in these parts has lain undisturbed for a long, long time. That has to be the spot. You can practically taste the treasure. Good call on the double duty shovel work too. That storm outside was nipping at your heels. Very nice. <laughs> treasure chest alone looks treasure of enough. Course, yeah. The trouble with treasure, as a rule, is that the owners really like to hang on to it. If you've got your hands full, it's up to your crew to watch your back. And while they're doing that, it's time for another strategic withdrawal with the loot. AKA running as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Easy now. Don't stop, keep going. Almost Looks like there. skeletons and ghouls are a common enemy on the island. chest back to your ship, you'll be able to turn a tidy profit by trading them in at an outpost. That's just the tiny matter of making it through this storm in one piece. Yeah, the cannon fire is pretty cool. Lightning looks cool too. Cannon fires himself over there. Over to the extra boat to do some damage. Oh, his boat's taking on water. You see that? I, I missed it. Here on the Sea of Thieves, and you can live yours however you want. So rally your crew. Swear your oaths and set sail for riches and infamy. Become a pirate of legend. Just try not to be this one. See, it looks like it's just online play, though. Yeah, I'd have to actually play it myself. Exclusive. To make a final judgment call, but I think it has potential. Interesting music. 
Second. No clue what it's about. Oh, looks kind of like portal-ish, but it's not portal. Obviously. Exclusive world premiere. Boy, oh boy. Is that South Park? Hmm. No, is that Tails? <laughs> looks like Tails. <laughs> Looks like tails. Uh, no, that's not tails. Oh yeah, he doesn't have two tails. He has one. Is his weapon, Russ? Some sort of fox and a 3D platformer. This one's for the kids. <laughs> yeah. For a while, I was I was wondering if it was Banjo Kazooie, but I don't think it's Banjo Kazooie either. So nice white screen right there. Man, that's nice. Mm. Oh, we're back. That's one lethal foxtail, Russ. Super Lucky's tail. Not digging it. I think it's marketed towards the youngsters. Myself. Exclusive. Not middle-aged guys like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a special announcement for a thrilling game. The likes of which has never been seen before. animation Disney style. This is actually a sequel. They had the, the first game come out, I think, last year? Oh, buffering. 
It just gives you a chance to remember the name right there since it stopped on the title screen <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, it's just friendly for podcasters like us. Like, what's the name? Okay, we're gonna write that down. Okay, well, yeah. Let's we're, we're, we're gonna use our time to, to premiere our game to <laughs> leave instance, the title screen up for thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't remember any other game, but this one was just gonna be like just drilled into our cerebellum. I think so far, I you know, with every new launch system, they have launch games that kind of like just. Here's a launch game, and here's what is kind of playful, but nothing that really wows you. I'm looking for that wow moment. And they got a lot of games to go. Mm -hmm. But so far, I've just seen, like, interesting stuff, but not blow me out of the water stuff. Yeah, so far, I'm pretty disappointed. I'm just going to be blunt. I'm not seeing any kind of huge thing, especially considering, like, the amount of... Uh, Hardware? Hard, yeah, well, just just the, the amount of gloating going on or, or, or the bragging and... and obsession over the hardware specs. I'm I'm not seeing anything so far that is really just making me say, oh, I've got to buy that system. So <sighs> it is kind of nice to be able to just stare at a screen. What do you think about the color yellow, Russ? It's obviously that's what we're looking at. A lot of yellow. It's a whole lot of yellow. <laughs> Reminds me of bananas. I like bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Lemons. One thing they have a problem with, I know they're going to cut me off right as I start to say this too, <laughs> um, with Sea of Thieves and a lot of other kind of marine-based games, kind of like Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, I want to see waves like a beach, you know, waves rolling in, tide rolling back out, waves rolling in. Mm -hmm. And so far, I don't, I'm not sure what... See, I knew they were going to try and cut me off. Uh. But so far, no one has ever been able to do waves. Like the, the 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 water level rises and lowers, but that's not nearly the same thing. Right. And when they're in the middle of the ocean, yeah, you see waves and they do a great job. So mm -hmm. like, why can't you make a rolling wave come in, uh, you know, crash into the beach and then roll back out? I want to see that. It's very true. I want to see it. <clears throat> well, considering the fact that we are still paused, I'm going to actually switch apps and see if we can get ourselves back on track. Mm -hmm. Good old YouTube, don't let me down. <laughs> yeah, we were we were testing out the Xbox mixer, and apparently <laughs> they it... Were, uh, they were touting the mixer as we tried it. Yeah, we, we gave it a shot, and it's like, uh-huh, okay. Well, let's take a look-see here. How's your, uh, how's your crown doing over there, Russ? You got enough wood to get over there? Cause I can pour you should I more. search for that? Yes, you should. Thank you. Agent Lorraine Proudman. Ah. Okay. I'll search the web for this. And hand it. Okay. I guess we're going to do some editing here. <laughs> Somebody play the Jeopardy theme song, please. Um. Yes, I'll
At Xbox, it's not just about finding creative artists. It's about empowering them and nurturing them, helping shine a light on their work, making it easy for them to build. <laughs> for those who couldn't get into Mixer, creative. no worries. <laughs> yeah, We're really. That's why the idea at Xbox program <laughs> is so important to us. The team has released over 500 games on Xbox One and Windows 10 through the ID at Xbox program. 500? Where are they? And this is not just a milestone for the program and the independent developer community. It's a milestone for everyone who loves great games. I hope you're reminded today why it's so great to be a gamer on Xbox. Action, adventure, story, skill, surprise. These next few games bring it all together. Let's start with a game whose stylistic approach alone makes it something very special. Exclusive. Aurora the dark 44. is older than the light. At last a day dawned, and we rose with this first light. But that light was a betrayal, only fleeting. In its wake, the night returned to claim us. After lifetimes, the light grows again, faint and vulnerable. End our wandering. Ash Ashen? Yeah, Ashen. Come on, Microsoft. World premiere. Square Enix. Ooh, Square Enix. Okay. Oregon. I feel numb. I feel numb in this kingdom. I feel numb. I feel numb in this kingdom.
Rachel? Life is strange. Please welcome. Well, this press conference is strange. I'll tell you that much. Vice <laughs> President of Creative, Michael DePlatter. Okay, now this one I'm interested in. Shadow of War. You left your mark on me, but it didn't work. You burned my mind. I'll kill you. Until this moment, you have not known suffering. It's about sizing up a situation that's bloody impossible and saying, yeah, all right, I'll have a go. This I'm might this exactly might be different than what I'm thinking. Create unique personal stories for every player. And in Shadow of War, we're expanding the Nemesis system. Two new features we're really excited about are forging an army of followers and Nemesis fortresses. Here, we'll use the Ring of Power and recruit this Olog, Brewster Chopper, to expand our army. Then, we're going to assault a fortress controlled by one of Sauron's overlords. Oh, that was nasty! Reckon you're going to skewer me. Ah, that little sword's good for a tickle, maybe. But you're going to need more than that to take me down. Nice one, Ranger. This has never happened to me before. You serve the bright lord now. Bright lord, dark lord. Same thing, really. End results me ripping spines out, which I like to do anyway, so either way's a win. A fine addition to our army. Name's Bruce. From here on out, I will be your shadow. No one gets to you without my say-so. Don't worry about my enemies. They will all follow eventually. 
You want to plant your flag in uh, Mordor, you'll need to do it deep. There's a fortress nearby. They say it's ruled by a two-headed troll big as a mountain and deadly smart, which, well, I guess he'd have to be given the two heads. You take him down, you'll send a message to Sauron and get yourself some nice new digs as part of the bargain. I'm not going to do this alone. Gather your troops. We'll do. Ooh, just make sure you let me pop his heads off, won't ya? <laughs> they got the like the mouse movement so or the lip syncing, whatever. We already have loyal followers down. in our army, and recruiting Bruce means we're ready to assault the fortress and overthrow the Overlord. <clears throat> we're enormously expanding the open world of Mordor to new regions like Saragost and Kirith Ungol. Mordor's a massive, living, breathing world filled with orc society, tribes, and wildlife, as well as stories and secrets. You cleave me in two. Any other orc would have died, but I survived. More than that, I thrived. My brothers put me back together, stronger than ever. But they didn't make me into what I am. You did. You created the machine. No! He's just being ambushed by the machine. He's tracked us across Mordor seeking vengeance. He's one of the seven new war tribes without him. This machine will grind you to paste. I hate big sticks. Finally! Instead of killing the machine, we'll dominate him so we can take advantage of his abilities during the fortress assault. You take out the overlord. But before we charge headfirst into battle, we should plan our attack and select our followers. I feel like we've already seen this video. I don't remember seeing this one in particular. My black speech is a little rusty. Actually, I don't know a single word. Which is a pain in the ass. <laughs> I really like him. To hazard a case, he said you're all gonna die horribly. Yeah, my kind of black. Well, I will handle the Overlord. You focus on the defenders. Define focus. Unlimited ways to forge your story and conquer Mordor in Shadow of War. And we can't wait to show you more this week at E3. Thank you very much. Exclusive world premiere.
this looks good. Definitely like the old fantasy style mm -hmm. architecture. Oh, that looks awesome. The question is, is that gameplay graphics or is that pre-rendered? Yeah, I'm gonna say pre-rendered, Rush. more come on don't it in there oh dude I hope this is what I think it is It's the sequel to Ori and the, and the Will of the Wisps. Okay. The first one was Ori in the Blind Forest. That game was like super cool. I don't know if you played on the Xbox One. It's like seriously like really, really good. Ori affirms my belief in the beauty, artistry, and heart within the art of gaming. We believe that games like books, movies, and music should be celebrated and enjoyed by countless generations. We're passionate about preserving and celebrating the games you own, the classics of the past, and the genres you love to play. That's why two years ago, we launched the Xbox Backward Compatibility Program to bring Xbox 360 games to your Xbox One. And we've seen tremendous growth in the program. Today, our library of games stands at 385 titles and over half of Xbox One gamers have played a backward compatible game. But I've heard your feedback and you want more. Today, I'm pleased to announce an exciting expansion to the program. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Backwards compatibility with the original Xbox system. And I sold all my games. I know. <laughs> People are standing in the crowd cheering. It's about time they got excited about something, though, yeah. really. You know? Our team of engineers are working hard to bring <sighs> some of your favorite original Xbox game to today's Xbox One library, <laughs> including <laughs> a fan favorite that I'm asked about often by the community, Crimson Skies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was that one of the great. best Xbox games. And like the Xbox 360 games, OG games will look better and play better across the Xbox One family. Good grief. I we'll have more to share about this program <laughs> when it launches later this year. 
I'm proud of the library of games available today on Xbox One. All of them will benefit from the performance and power when you play them on Xbox One X. But we won't stop there. I'm excited to announce that if you own Gears of War 4, Forza Horizon 3, Killer Instinct, Halo Wars 2, or Minecraft, we'll be providing 4K updates to these titles for free. That's cool. 4K, Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. And we already have over 30 titles from our third-party partners that are planning to provide free updates as part of our Xbox One X Enhanced program. Titles like Final Fantasy 15. Did you play that game? Resident Evil Negative, 7. Negative, Ghost Rider. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. And Rocket League, just to name a few. Rocket League. This means you probably already have a large library of titles that you own today that will automatically get better on Xbox One X. Today, we showcase some of the world's greatest creators with a lineup of different types of games for every type of gamer. We showed you the largest and most diverse lineup of new games that have ever appeared on our stage. From every corner of the globe, from developers large and small, 42 games, including 22 with console exclusivity on Xbox One. And you're also going to be able to play all of the biggest cross-platform blockbusters on Xbox One. And every game will play great across the Xbox One family, and on Xbox One X, runs every single game you've seen even better. So if you haven't joined the Xbox One family, now's the time. This week, you'll find Xbox One S available in the US for $249. And on November 7th, we'll begin worldwide rollout of Xbox One X, the world's most powerful console at $499. I knew it, $500 to experience unrivaled power and performance on the Xbox One. We close today's show by looking to the future with a really great partner. They've been with us from the earliest days of Project Scorpio, and they're building an incredible game that takes advantage of the power and performance of the Xbox One family and the new Xbox One X. Please welcome Patrick Sutherland, Executive Vice President, EA Worldwide Studios. Oh, but this is going to be Anthem. New IP is the lifeblood of our industry. It's also risky. At EA, we have teams dreaming up a lot of projects, and only the greatest will make it their way to you. And that's okay. It's all a part of the creative process. And it's worth it, because when you find something special, there's no better feeling as a developer than introducing players to a brand new world. And as a player, there's no better feeling than losing yourself in a completely new experience. Our developers at Bioware have been creating something truly special, a huge open world that is lush, savage, mysterious, and ever-changing. 
filled with interesting characters and new types of gameplay you'll enjoy with your friends for years to come. This is what's possible when we take an extraordinary vision and combine it with the latest technologies and hardware. Amazing concepts become possible. Great ideas become reality. So here we are. And we are so excited to share this with all of you. On behalf of the team at Bioware, let's see what this game looks like running on an Xbox One X. Here's John Warner from Bioware to show you Anthem. Hi, I'm John Warner, game director for Anthem. Here is the world premiere of Anthem's gameplay. Hey. Well, that looks good. Now see if Assassin's Creed looked like that. Uh -huh. Come on, that's how it's supposed to look. Yeah. That looks ridiculous. Yeah. Freelancer. Praxling. Listen, there's trouble. Big trouble. Hey, look at that. What did you do? <sighs> I made a mistake. I hired some people. They weren't freelancers. I know. They Someone said they could handle it. His face. And the price was right. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe. Unbelievable. You're right. It was stupid. I'm sorry. But they're still out there. Somewhere. If you could just bring them back. Anything you need. Man, look at that. That looks like game graphics. You see the, in the, world of the, the description of there? The, the, this is life. game graphics. Yeah. The heroes who leave the safety of the walls of Fort Tarsus to explore the unknown and protect humanity. Let's join two players as they head out on an expedition. Hey, Paul. You ready to go? I'm just grabbing some supplies. Just about ready. What are you going to use today? I decided to go with the Colossus. Oh, that is so I'm cool. Try out some new upgrades. I bet it's really sweaty in those suits. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. They have AC. <laughs> yeah. Man. Ah, oh, dude. Every player will own an array of exosuits we call javelins. These suits give players superhuman capabilities and are heavily customizable, that. so they look and play. How you want. That's a cool name, Javelin. Yeah. That is Man, sweet. Looking good. Nice. You've got a mortar equipped. Yeah, I got it on the weekend. You lead the way, I'll follow. Look at the draw distance. Look at, Look at the depth, yeah. Dude, this is the destiny killer. Why didn't I see more of this in the conference? Run! Oh, that's gorgeous, dude. Look this at is a that. vast open world you explore with your friends. Each Javelin exosuit has its own unique playstyle. The Ranger is balanced in all purpose, while the Colossus is a tanking powerhouse. All right. Let's oh my goodness. Wow. Lush jungle area. You got birds flying. You got animals. bugs in the air. Dude, you got little sediment flying. Physics in the plants. The foliage. Dynamic world where the unexpected is around every corner. Don't shoot it. You're gonna upset the uh, the balance of life. 
is so cool. I'll go low. You flank. Oh my goodness, dude. Wow. So not only are you on land, but you can like submerge underwater in it's, real time. Uh, it all looks superb. There. Now, it's interesting that it's in third person. It's not first person. You might be able to choose it, though. Have you been in there yet? I haven't. Oh, we should do that later with Kim. <laughs> yeah, he could use the XP. <laughs> Hello, treasure. Man, look at that. See the waterfalls? Yeah. Although the water effects underneath his feet are kind of so-so. They're kind of standard. I think we got some action event. As he's splashing along. Anyone. Anyone. We're under attack. Anyone in the area. We're under attack. I think that's part of Praxis' mission. You can equip your Javelin exosuit with gear that brings devastating power to combat. Whoa. Scars down there. Oh, the scars have a heavy. Time to use that mortar. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that was pretty satisfying. Great. Give me some covering fire. Okay. There's a bunch more coming in. I do want to see first okay, person though, Russ? Yeah. Oh, nice homing rockets. Kind of reminds me of Mech Warrior in a way. Dude. Oh, come on. Be something good. Oh, yes. Jerry's wrath. Oh, nice. Large scale world events like Shapers are dynamic and pull you off the beaten path with the promise of new stories to discover. Oh, Shaper Storm incoming. Okay, actually, let's get some more people. Hold on a sec. Hey guys, what's up? That hey, looks so incredible. It's so I, I I don't even know what to say. Yeah. I mean, it's like right out of imagination. Look, I mean, look, uh -oh. at, look at all the like the sticks and the leaves on the ground and yeah. stuff. It's not like a basic path. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not like a flat texture. Like everything is modeled. And of course, now like the streaming is starting to choke. Oh, look at the flashlight on the floor. It's like everything has a shadow that can have a shadow. So what are we supposed to do? Fly into it? Oh my gosh. All right, let's do this. See you on the other side. Our story is out there. I'm sold, dude. I'm all about Anthem at coming least, in 2018. I mean, at least we know what the system can do. Yeah. I mean, show us more of that, please. Yeah. I mean, EA is still riding high. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
So that was the end of the Xbox press conference there. Um, I'm going to come out just straight out and say it, uh, like, like kind of what I was kind of alluding to earlier. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I think I have to start off with saying the name of the new Xbox. Xbox One X. I don't, I don't care for it. Um, I think, you know, when I've sold a lot of cell phones before and the, and the names are so similar, you know, Galaxy right. S7, iPhone 7S. Yeah, you, know, you can tell same. they're trying to tap into that. Yeah, it, it kind of confuses some people about the X and the S, like differentiate a little bit with, right. with the systems. I think the hardware, I mean, with Anthem, you could definitely tell the hardware has capabilities and it's going to look phenomenal as long as developers can take advantage of all the hardware. Mm -hmm. But I, I wanted Microsoft to come out swinging. I said it in the other episode and it's like, okay, here's going to be a great system coming out. It's more powerful than everything, anything you've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. And here's a lot of below average games. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the biggest thing for me too, is like they've been touting this, this new system that's going to be coming out with all of the raw power. You know, you keep hearing that word used over and over again, power, power, power. This is like the greatest, you know, biggest system ever, whatever. And then all of, or, or just about every game that they show is just kind of this forgettable indie style game. Yeah, like, like indie style. I mean, he, exactly. he, he was starting the, the whole entire press conference off by talking about how there were like 42 games that they're going to show. And I, I got to say, I mean, there were like maybe four. Yeah. Like I would say like 38 of them or 39 of them were forgettable. I mean, I, I wrote down a list of the various games we were looking at and literally there are only like, maybe four games that I was, you know, excited about. Anthem. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Metro. Metro. I didn't, I didn't put that down, but I mean, it was, it looked like it had potential. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Forza looked good, but not great. Right. Uh, Assassin's Creed looked good, not great. And then I'm struggling to, to name another one. Well, for me, like I, the last night, um, they had that kind of you know retro 2.5D to 3D pixely look. I, I thought that the, the visual style of that was really cool. Right. It piqued my interest. The imagination, to see that. I'll give it that. Um, and even the graphics too. Like the, it just it, it felt it had that kind of feeling of next gen to me. Um, and then the Ori sequel. I, I'm a huge fan of the uh, the first Ori game, and I still haven't beat it. It's 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 a very long game, so I was really happy to see that, and and just seeing the graphics. I know for a fact that it's going to look that good. The, the, right. the people who make that game are great, but other than that, there was nothing, dude. Like there was there were no killer app games that they showcased at all. I mean, you had Anthem, like you said. I mean, and and, and you already brought this up, but. EA has given the best press conference so far, bar none. And even with with Microsoft, it was like Microsoft was re they had to rely on EA to give exactly. some sort of fusion yeah. of excitement because I mean you could you could you could even tell like when the when the press conference got kicked off, the whole crowd was just you know oh, excited yeah. and, and you know anticipating what they're going to see, and then you could tell as the show just yeah. kind of yeah as as it like waned on like like you could tell that like the the 
fervor in the in the audience where it was dropping along with ours. It was almost like like people kept trying to think, okay, now that the, you know the next game is yeah, going to be really cool. Be- oh no no no! Now this game, this game yeah. is going to be what's going to really show off. Here we like go, an exclusive. Yeah. yeah, it was almost you're, you're, like like the audience was trying to will it to, into reality, and we just never saw it. And instead, we like I said, we just we saw all these games that just look like Xbox One titles, and even at that, they're not like pushing the envelope. It's like a bunch of more kind of independent indie style games. And that makes me wonder what Microsoft's strategy is moving forward. Because if you have third party companies such as EA and others that are going to be basically coming out with these AAA titles that everybody wants to play, that is a pretty risky venture because you need to have first party games that will help drive units. But not only that, but drive excitement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like what we were talking about, Forza was probably going to be shown. And of course, it was, and and uh, we're reviewing some of the footage right now as as we're talking to you guys. But, um, I mean, yeah, Forza. I mean, it looks good. Forza always looks good, and it's not by any means bad. Um, but I will say that, aside from the uh, the environments having a bit more of a of a higher fidelity. Honestly, Forza Horizon Three gives this game a run for its money, and is a, is is crazy good to play. Yeah, it's, it's great I mean, to it's play. An imaginative, um, fan of cars. Yeah, game. I mean, anyone who loves cars and loves like the outdoors. I mean, environments. Right. Buy Forza Horizon Forza Horizon Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and in, in we're not now. We're looking at some more Metro footage. Metro looks like like it could be. Uh, pretty cool as well. Um, but yeah, just overall, I'm just, I don't know how to move forward with it based on what we've seen today. I, I was really expecting there to be maybe three or four must have titles that just push the envelope and I, I just don't see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for reasons to give Microsoft money. Right. I literally am looking for reasons to give you money. And if the the vast majority of your showcase this is where this is your time to shine yeah the, the world is looking at the electronics entertainment exposition and if you cannot shine here how can you expect to get people excited upon your new system launch yeah it, i mean they're launching and everyone's going to be supposed to buy it during christmas but here buy the system and here in, in a bunch of below average games i mean well and again in into in what microsoft was talking about <sighs> the the games that they're showcasing are going to be available across all of their systems. It's not going to be just, you know, this is an Xbox One X exclusive. And so by looking at that, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm, I'm not compelled, with the exception of Anthem. When I, you know, looking at Anthem, I'm like, yes, I need to get an Xbox One X <laughs> in order to like really, really appreciate just all that game has to offer. But aside from that, all these other games, I'm thinking, you know, I could it doesn't compel me to spend $500. And once again, I was hoping I was going to be wrong about that price point because that's something else we need to talk about for a minute is the fact that last time when Microsoft unveiled a system, which was the Xbox One, they debuted that system at $500 and the the Sony PS4 came out as $400 -hmm. and Sony took Microsoft to the cleaners because Microsoft got too greedy. And I warned my friends who work over at Microsoft about this, about saying you guys have got to be able to match Sony price point to price point because otherwise you will lose out on market share and mind share. And sure enough, that's what happened was that people just went for the PS4 instead. And looking at this, 
I think that they are going to be making the same mistake again because they're trying to push this out as $500. And honestly, there are not enough games that are going to be coming out with the, around you know, the Xbox One X launch that are going to warrant me to shell out $500. If they came out and said $400, I thought, well, okay, that may entice me enough to pick it up, but I'm going to have to you know, really look at the other games from the other companies that are um, still to come for E3 to see what kind of offerings they have and then make a, a judgment call. But as it stands right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. Uh, and you're exactly right, because I was working retail <laughs> at the time when uh, the Xbox One and PS4 dropped. And I mean, I, it was probably a ratio of 10 to 1 where people are asking for PS4 and not Xbox. Even X, even Microsoft with all their little demos, mm. they never let they never made them playable. And so everybody right. who was going into stores was looking at a video rather as Sony who had two controllers out there and were like, hey, start playing the game. See what, see what you like so you can buy games with the Sony system. Sony did a masterful job of the PS4 launch. They kept it with the hardcore gaming ideals in mind and everything they did. They also were very fluid in terms of watching what Microsoft was doing and, and you know, position themselves in such a way that put them in a favorable light. And, and that really helped them. And that really hurt Microsoft. And I don't really understand like where they're going with this whole thing, watching this, um, this press conference in particular, because it's just like what we're talking about as, as we're going through looking at each of these games. You know, right now we're looking at Assassin's Creed again, uh, takes place in Egypt. And like as an Xbox one title, it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it looks decent. And it, you know, it has the standard Assassin's Creed kind of gameplay with the addition of like being able to use a Falcon, which I thought was cool, but and the architecture looks fantastic. Like every other Assassin's Creed, which is a good thing. But, but the thing is, is just the fact that it does not scream next generation. And this is the biggest thing for, for graphic horrors like myself. I'm all about, I want as, as, big of a memorable cinematic moment yeah. as possible. And I realize you can do, I realize I don't represent all the gamers out there. There, there are folks who don't really care about that. They want a game that they just want to be able to play. And as long as they enjoy it, then they're happy and that's fine. But when it comes, especially to how they are pushing and pitching the Xbox one X as this graphical tour de force, this powerhouse and how there's all this hardware under the hood that will allow them to be able to, you know, crank out these, these amazing games and that sort of thing. Well, I, where is it? I don't see it. And I think that, that, that you know, it, when, if I were to compare EA games lineup to Microsoft's lineup, EA only showed seven games and all of them were quality. Like each yeah. one we saw, we're just like, oh, I can play that. At, I can least, play that. at least five out of seven. Oh, sure. I, I mean, mean, that's that's success right there. Yeah, yeah. You look at it and, and just by the end of it, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm like freaking out. I'm so excited about what I'm seeing versus Microsoft where they're saying, oh, well, we have 42 games we're going to show you. And it's like, yeah, like the, most of them, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. How is this deserving of my money? I, I, I mean, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I think Microsoft needs to take a, a raw inventory of where they stand with these games and especially with regards to their first party setup and just they need to be able to focus on making other game, other first party titles that really demonstrate a killer app for whatever system it is that, that they are going to be launching because otherwise having to rely on the third party is just a problem. The other issue too that I wanted to talk about is the fact that 
there is a danger when you have a family of systems like what Microsoft is talking about. And even Sony to an extent too, because Sony has the PS4 and then the PS4 Pro. And it goes into that, that trending type of situation where it's almost like the iPhone where like, you know, every year they come out with a new iPhone. The problem is, is that, and I know this from experience working in the games industry is the fact that when you're developing a game, especially for a game that is going to work on all the different platforms, then you have to bear in mind how your game is going to work on the lowest performing system. Right. That's a problem when you're trying to push a new system and you're trying to, to you know, wow the audience with all of the, the latest graphical achievements and that sort of thing. And that's one of the problems that we saw when PS4 and Xbox One first launched was that you had all these developers who had put their budgets into making a game that was both compatible with the Xbox 360 and PS3, as well as the Xbox One and PS4. And what ended up happening as a result was that you had games that were not truly next-gen. They up the textures, yeah. but the they didn't. Yeah, resolution. Yeah, they, but but there were there was no like increase in polygon count. There, there was no increase no. in terms of like the subsurface scale or no. the dynamic range or HDR lighting or anything like that. I mean, they faked some things, right. but it took them at least two to three years before you finally saw games that were built from the ground up for the Xbox One or the PS4, which is right. like, you know, PS4, you had Horizon Zero Dawn. That was obviously built from the ground up to yeah. be a next-gen game. And I think that's just a problem with what they have here is moving forward, you know, at the end of the day, these companies need to make money. They're, they're making a game and there's passion involved. And I get all that. However, they need to be able to, you know, make a return on their investment, so to speak. And so that's going to be an issue if they are having to think of like, okay, we know the Xbox one architecture is only capable of this amount of output versus the Xbox one X. So how is that going to translate? How is that going to be, um, you know, if I'm looking at it, is it going to be this perpetual arrangement where every game that comes out is just going to have just up res textures and, and just a few little minor graphical upgrades and whatnot for the Xbox one X, or are they, are there going to be games that are going to be specifically built from the ground up that take advantage of the Xbox one X hardware architecture? And I just don't know. The other thing too, is the fact that Sony doesn't have a system that has the same kind of graphical, uh, hardware components that the Xbox One X has. And you got to think, once again, if you're a third party and you're having your game be released on both platforms, how is that going to affect your bottom line? So there are there are these, these concerns I have, and I hope I'm wrong. I mean, that's the biggest thing about it. Mm -hmm. I really do hope that, that they have a solution for this type of situation. Um, because as it stands, if, if they end up just kind of making a game that um, is available for all these different classes of systems. I just don't know where I'm going to be in terms of, of whether or not I'm going to buy uh, the next system or not. Yeah, or at least wait a little while until more games that you like come out. And then by that point, the system's going to drop to probably 449 or 399 mm -hmm. Uh, and at that point, the games are going to be a little bit cheaper too. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know, wh why should I rush out and and, and buy the system at full pop if there's not really substantial games to play on it? What do you think of the design? I was a little surprised as to how similar the design was to the the current Xbox One. Yeah, there wasn't like a huge departure from that. It's kind of like a, a small rectangle on top of a big rectangle. Well. <laughs> They like their rectangles. <laughs> yeah. I um, 
I did appreciate how small it was because Microsoft has had this history of every time they come out with a new system, it's like just this bigger, big block. Yeah, it's like a big bludgeoning device. Machine, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, what the heck? And then, you know, as they come out with updated versions of the system, the system gets smaller. So it was nice to see that. I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. I thought it's fine. I, I do like the, the design of the original Xbox One. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, once again, it reminds me of what Apple does with the iPhone, where like you don't really see some sort of huge redesign to the phone itself. They make eh, little subtle adjustments and that sort of thing, but it's not like a night and day difference. It reminded me of a PlayStation 2. <laughs> a little bit. Sort of, you know. You know what would have bit. been cool is if they like coated it in like carbon fiber or something to make it look, you know, cool and mm-hmm. edgy and, and new. Well, that's what I liked about the Xbox One was that, you know, one half of it was like this matte finish and yeah. then the other half had that more like gloss to it. Right. I thought that was pretty cool. So... Yeah, the jury is still out for me whether or not I'm going to be rushing out and getting the system. I think it's going to be completely dependent upon what other game developers have to show at this year's E3 that will showcase, hey, if you have an Xbox One X, this is how it's going to look. And so, you know, the other thing, too, is that um, I personally do not own a 4K TV yet, whereas you do. So you're in a better position to, to go out and buy it on day one than I am. And that's going to be kind of an interesting thing too, is that there's going to be this adoption period of folks who currently have televisions that are like 1080p, but they haven't made that jump yet to 4K. And so... The, the, can, can I weigh in on that, Russ? Just a little bit. Go ahead. A little bit. Even if you don't have a 4K TV and you just have 1080p, you're still going to get quite the picture. Uh, because if you think about it, Blu-ray is a phenomenal picture by itself. Yeah, it is. And that's that's true 1080p. Even if you're getting like high-definition cable, that's not even true 1080p. So, uh, I mean, I've played 4K videos on YouTube on a 1080p screen. Even my old 720p screen, it, the video looked phenomenally good. So, I, I mean, even though if you have money and you need to upgrade your TV, I would definitely go... 4k because that's the way the industry is going but if you have a 1080p tv that you're happy with and you have a nice 1080p tv i've told you your tv's got a lot of depth sure. to, to the color mm-hmm. uh i wouldn't rush out and buy something too quick i would see how the games look and if you're satisfied and you're happy then i would just keep it i yeah. I, I wouldn't i wouldn't do it before you buy the system one thing i would definitely recommend uh and highly suggest to everybody is is try and get some sort of either cheap or some sound system before you you upgrade your tv because better quality sound uh in these games is is going nowhere but up and they're going for surround sound and you're missing a lot of part many many aspects of the game if you don't have surround sound right and that and i mean i'm a sound guy too but um (laughs) what i used to do sometimes when i would sell tvs back in the day is i would play two speakers and people would be engrossed in the t and in, in the movie like Pirates of the Caribbean or Lord of the Rings, whatever I was showing, and then I just muted, and everyone's looking at me like, "Huh, well, what did you do that for?" I'm like, "Oh, wasn't well, the picture exciting?" They're like, "Well, well yeah." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I'll turn back on the sound," <laughs> and then the sound comes back on. This boom! All of the sound comes back alive again. I mean, sound really makes it's fifty percent of the experience. Oh my goodness! I would. I mean, plus, and then if you listen to music or you're watching movies, you're just going to be that much more entertained. I would suggest more getting a better sound system than upgrading your 1080p TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's all I have to say, Ross. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. 
Well, anyway, uh, we are going to take a short break and we're going to come back with the Bethesda show, which will be today as well. We're very curious to see what they have to offer. But I think uh, in between shows, I'm going to watch, rewatch and rewatch again the Anthem trailer because, (laughs) oh, that game just, that's what Joygasm is all about right there. So. Sorry about being a negative Nancy, but I w- we want to keep it real. Let's oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's one of the things about this show is that we're not just lap dogs for the games industry. That you know we we, we do take a very down to earth, sober approach to things. And if if there is something that just really is amazing, we're going to absolutely applaud it. However, if at the same time, if there is something that we're watching and it's just not blowing any skirt up, uh, skirt up our air, hot air off skirt. <laughs> My goodness, what the heck? Heck, what the? <laughs> it basically, if there's a game that is not impressive and we feel as though that, that um, a better direction could have been taken, then we're going to comment on that. We're going to talk about that. So. 